Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Sober Momtober is over. We did it. Kathy Kirsten and I did it. I had I got a couple of really great things out of this month and I learned a ton and so did Kathy and Kirsten. So this is a good talk about what what worked, what didn't work, what we learned, what we'd like to try. We're going to keep implementing what was working and add a few more things and reconv- reconvene in a couple months and discuss again. Tons of emails came in about this, and I read a bunch of them on this episode. Thank you, everybody, for your emails. I always appreciate the insight and the tips and the links and the recipes and the humor and the positivity and the support. I appreciate all of it very much. So keep them coming. I still want to know your organizational tips and your favorite crockpot recipes and all that good stuff. I hope that you, if you participated with us, that you learned something. If you did, email me and tell me what you learned. I'd love to know. So thanks for coming back every week. Share this podcast if you find it interesting. And um, I hope you enjoy Sober Momtober Wrap-Up. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Okay, so I didn't get to go to last week's Girl Scout meeting. I I went out of town with my dad. So Kathy and Kirsten run Girl Scouts, and 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 we had to make food that was invented where you live, right in L.A. So we made they made tell you tell them I I wasn't there, so you tell them what 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 happened. They made Cobb salad, which they complained about the entire. They enjoyed the the process of chopping, but it was like I'm a vegetarian. I don't right. eat pork. I don't like eggs. I don't like eggs. Yeah, I don't. Like without the egg, what about the avocado? Do I have to have that? Egg? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, so you want a what? A sea salad with just chicken? I'm yeah, like, I don't it, get it. There, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there were a lot of complaints. They were funny. And, and a lot. Oh, of and leftover. then did you even hear about I the bacon tail? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I heard about the bacon tail, but you can retell it. It's pretty funny. So we went to lay out all the ingredients (laughs) for the Cobb salad. And um, when I removed the things from the fridge, there was no bacon. And I said to Kathy, I I swear I put the bacon in here. And she's like, well, just look around. Maybe you forgot to put it in there. Maybe it slipped down somewhere. But it's a virtually empty fridge. There are like a handful of things in the fridge. And I said, no. And you know, when I'm packing for Girl Scouts, like we often have a lot of gear mm-hmm. and a lot of ingredients and stuff. And I was bringing like bags that Leanne had brought me and I was bringing my own stuff. And there was 
there was a lot of stuff. So I made a point of like making a list and like making sure to pull these things out of the fridge, the chicken, the bacon, the Sprite for the Shirley Temples. And so I was itemizing it and I was like, no, I'm sure that it went into the fridge. I'm positive, but it wasn't in the fridge. And so we, you know, all after all the complaining about bacon and the Cobb salad, there was no bacon for the Cobb salad. Because <laughs> the bacon was MIA. Yeah. What happened to the bacon? There. Well, yeah. Interesting question, Leah. So we also, there Unclear. were some other clues. I think all of these detective novels that I'm reading are paying off. Yeah, the B is for bacon. Right. <laughs> There was S's for Sprite because there was a pool of clear liquid lane where I and I was like, that's weird because it wasn't there before. And then when we went to make the Shirley Temples, Kathy said, Kirsten, look at the Sprite. And I was thinking, what did like did Leanne get us wine coolers instead? Like what what what's the problem? It's Sprite. And she's like, no, look. Somebody got into one of the sprites and drank it, thus the pool of sprite all or over. Or spilt it and didn't actually spilt drink it because it, it was didn't, yeah. It was all very it's unclear. Very strange. So bacon is missing. One of the sprites is opened and consumed. Yes. Maybe slash filled. Yes. Slash peed out. Who knows? <laughs> unclear. <laughs> it's all very unclear. Yes. So what happened? All within 30 minutes of Kirsten putting the stuff in the refrigerator, right. by yeah. the way. Right. This was like in a ma- like barely 30 minutes oh, yeah. that we went back for yeah. this stuff, which so, is in the room next to the room that we are currently in. Right. Is the refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we're in like, we, we have our meetings in like a meeting hall and that meeting hall is used for other purposes throughout the day. It's used for... Uh, AA meetings. It's used for all kinds of like group therapy type stuff and mm-hmm. and Girl Scout meetings. So and there's a communal kitchen area, so it's right. not in our room proper. So so yeah. several other rooms have access to this room, but no one else was in it, any of the other rooms, right? All the other rooms. No, were empty? the building was empty, except. except. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's very unclear. There was a gentleman who showed up apparently when Kirsten was putting stuff in the fridge at 4 p.m. At, at like 10 to 4. Yeah. Looking for his 7 p.m. meeting. Yeah. yeah. And I went, well, B is for bacon starting to make sense. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. And did he hover around? He Yes. So <laughs> it was, yes, once we discovered missing food, I went looking for this particular gentleman i don't know really know what the hell i was going to do asking yeah. for the bacon yeah. back i'm Did not regurgitate really that bacon place him about the bacon what was <laughs> gonna happen but he wasn't there uh. however he showed up again and was sitting in the lobby he was just around a lot yeah so there it was, was a lot of lurking and this gentleman in the building how yeah. old that was this it. gentleman 30 early 30s yeah yeah okay did he appear to be somewhat homeless um, not, not I mean, I wouldn't necessarily homeless, say that, but, but not necessarily. There was definitely something not. off was about out of place. Him. I mean, he was lurking. He kept repeating. I'm here for my seven o'clock meeting. I'm here for my seven o'clock meeting. He at, had a couple seven, of like, cooler bags on him, mm-hmm. like and a backpack bags and yep. a backpack. So he did seem to be sort of mobile. Uh. Yeah. And then like once we finished, 
we were concerned a little bit that the girls just left because that's what they always do. They just yeah. walk out to their parents. Well, I got nervous that there's this weird gentleman. So I walk out. Kirsten walks out with a bunch of stuff to go to her car. And then, but there's a lot of stuff still left in the room. Right. And we're gone for maybe five minutes in the parking lot, making sure girls are where they're supposed to be, whatever. And by the time I get back five minutes later, he's back in our room. Wow. Like he was oh, and he washing his like yeah. uh, travel mug. But it was like clear that we were not done. Right. Like it was very, yeah. very sketchy. And then when I went back after you, like mm-hmm. a couple minutes later, um, like all the doors were closed to our room. Like, is it, you know, you're done here. And <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. It was very strange. And he kept like, I was chatting with him because he was washing this mug and that's where the food was. So I was trying to take care of it. And he just kept repeating, like, I'm here for this seven o'clock meeting. And I'm uh-huh. like, it's five thirty, you know? <laughs> and then finally we're talking in the parking lot after we leave the room. And then he leaves the building and leaves the premises. Wow. Like, it's not like he waited until seven. I don't know. The whole thing was super sketchy. Sounds really sketchy. It was. Yeah. And he asked me repeatedly about the meeting. Is Mm -hmm. this the A A meeting? And I was thinking like, these are 11 to 13 year old girls. Like, (laughs) yes, it is. (laughs) This is the AA meeting. Do you hit the jackpot, buddy? It's also Molesters Anonymous. Are you ready? Here we go. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, maybe we should weird. reconsider teaching the girls how to sharpen their pocket knives at the next <laughs> oh meeting God, instead totally. of waiting for the camping trip. Here's how you make a Here's shank. A shank. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you take a plastic fork and <laughs> we were when we were doing the Shirley Temples though, I pulled out the grenadine and I said, Girls, oh God, <laughs> this is serious. Like <laughs> this you can't mess around with this. <laughs> and they were this like is serious. This is nuclear waste in a bottle. They were like wide-eyed, like, what's going to happen? We said, I said, you can, you know, do a small splash, but you don't want more than that. It's serious. This is like... This is serious. A little goes a long way. And then meanwhile, the cut to... A quarter cup. <laughs> like, most of them were very, very. They were like, right, some of them know, were tiny like, splash. Right, like, is this measuring enough? And in like, the cover? No. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, it yeah. was very. Vivian was measuring in the oh, cover. Oh yeah, like yeah, they used like the lid, the little cap, the yeah. lid cap, and it was like you know, literally. It was like a quarter, like a quarter of a teaspoon. teaspoon. <laughs> oh my god. We were like, no, no, you, a little more than you that. can have you a little can have more a than little, that. Go but, crazy. Yes. You can go crazy. However, somebody even have two cherries. I know. Oh my god. And then later, and then particularly like that girl. Had like her teeth were bright red. Oh my like, god! They were bright red, and I was like, "Oh my oh, god! Did she yeah. have any spray with that grenadine?" Oh yes, I'm a little concerned. Yes. And going home, I was like, "Oh, I wonder if she is getting is going to get sick." And she did. The answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Oh my god! I Sorry. can't believe that she threw. I up. can't believe she threw up either. <laughs> So clearly I can't leave for a Girl Scout meeting because some lurky exactly. guy comes in and steals bacon and you guys overdose against the grenadine. <laughs> totally. Yeah. We need you. What, what can I say? Oh, toss, toss. Yeah. I knew I was super important, but no, that's really funny. That's yes, really funny. It was, <laughs> I feel terrible. 
Well, part of Girl Scouts is they're supposed to be independent and have yeah. a little self control, right? Follow directions. So clearly, apparently, maybe, we need to teach self control. <laughs> where the this is serious stuff is concerned, <laughs> she has some management issues. Maybe we need like a, the skull and crossbones sticker to put on. <laughs> Put on the grenadine. Well, oh, that funny. same young lady has been to parties at my house and had to leave early for the mass consumption of Rolos <laughs> <laughs> and went home and threw up Rolos. I'm, oh, so wait a minute. Uh, what? You are not the deciding factor. Well, I'm not the deciding factor. No, no. you're. No, 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 no. Yeah, so maybe, clearly maybe you could you guard the bacon. I could guard that. the bacon. I could have right. taken care of the homeless man. I should have uh, been there to guard the Rolos. <laughs> uh, the, ro- the Rolos was, I mean, I kept watching the bowl go down and down and down. I kept saying, who's eating all these Rolos? And and <laughs> they kept telling me who. And I thought, I, should I take the bowl away? I mean, at a certain point, don't you get like sick of it? Don't you not want? Ugh. I mean, I think she probably ate, I'm not kidding, like 20 or 30. Oh God! And I thought no she's gonna she stop, uh-huh. right? She's gonna. I mean, <laughs> at, everybody at this age, at eleven, yeah. y- you know that that makes you sick, right? <laughs> I mean, when Lily came over and threw up in my backyard because she'd eaten too many <laughs> hot dogs, hot dogs she was like seven, and then you go, okay, well then you understand you don't know your lesson limits. learned, honey. But she's never done that again, so I'm no, hoping she, <laughs> she learned her lesson. <laughs> I'll never forget bringing Lily home and she was eating and eating and eating. And after think, the softball party. It remember? was after the softball party. And I think I said, that's a lot of food or something. And then she and Isla were running around the backyard and all of a sudden Lily just went, bleh. <laughs> oh my God. That was too much for your little skinny frame. Oh, and another girl Stupid. at Isla's birthday party. Uh, we had a big kahuna wave in the front yard, and I had a candy bar where it was like all this candy and Hawaiian punch. I mean, could you have anything more sugary than Hawaiian punch? And this one little girl just kept going back to the candy and eating and then going up down the slide. But her mom's here. So I'm like, well, clearly her mom will regulate her. You know, it's not my job to regulate someone else's uh-huh. kid. Shoving candy up and down the slide, shoving candy up and down the slide, down, bleh, Hawaiian punch everywhere, oh. all over the front. Oh. <laughs> so some kids may have a little hard time. <laughs> That's really funny. I wish I'd been there for that meeting. It was exciting. Oh, boy. It was fun, though. Uh, was fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, you know, despite lurking man, <laughs> lurking yes. man, missing bacon. But th- that's the adventure. It's like the adventuring yeah. that they want. It is. It's like, mm-hmm. I'd prefer not to have that kind of adventuring. <laughs> I'm telling Death you. Death hikes I'm good yes. with. But that kind of adventuring I could do with that. We got to uh, uh, yeah. build your own shank. I think that's our next badge. <laughs> build your own shank. How to use pepper spray. How about that? <laughs> we can include that with the whittling, like a whittling and... <laughs> and if you're going to cut them, be serious. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. go this halfway. This is serious. You got to go all the way. You got to go all the way. Put your whole body into it. Your whole back <laughs> thrust. If you go a little bit, it just hurts and then they're going to go after you. You got to really put your back into it. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> We're definitely getting fired. <laughs> no, please fire me. That'd be yeah. awesome. Anyway, oh, that's not the purpose of this podcast, right? That we are wrapping up Sober Momtober. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. I have a ton of emails to read, too, which is really great. I think um, Sober October has been really, um, really inspirational for a lot of people. I know when I'm seeing people walking around with Bert, 
uh, when I was selling merch at a show, so many people came up, I can't wait for Sober October. And the wives even, I can't wait for Sober October because my husband is sober for that month. And, and it's so nice and we all take a break and reset. So I think we intentionally or not rode on the heels of that. And I got a lot of the same messages. I'm so glad that you guys talked about this. This was the kick in the ass I needed. Thank you so much for these ideas. Some people who are already organized said, you know what? I'm going to tweak based on what you said. It was really cool to get a lot of response like that. So so how did it go for you guys? <laughs> Kathy doesn't want to talk. <laughs> I feel like I failed miserably. Like I had a really hard time and I don't know why. Well, what like, did you have a hard time with? I feel with? like, um, I don't know. Maybe I was too cocky going into this because Ooh. I was like, because <laughs> all of this stuff I had done before and it worked really well and okay. it just did not work. And I don't know if it was because of this month was so discombobulated in so many ways mm -hmm. that I just couldn't wrangle everything. Mm -hmm. Um or I don't know, I'm just a mess, <laughs> which may in fact be true. Um, could I'm be not, a hybrid, could be a hybrid could of be, both. Could be, possibly. No, I don't know. Like, would November be any different? Not really sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can I blame it on the fact that everything was out of sync? I don't know. Well, give me more specifics. Um, what specifically okay, did so you try that didn't work? Um, with the whole meal planning thing, which I loved. Yeah, this was your, your game. I know. And it worked brilliantly. And what I had always done in the past is I sat down and did the entire month. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Yeah. If you look at my calendar, there's not one day that is like exact like how I planned it. It like none of it worked. Why? And, and in Just the past, it has been like, oh, okay, so I'll switch this day and that yeah, day yeah. during the week or whatever. And that happened almost every single week. Wow. And I had different things. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know. Like, things just came up that I wasn't anticipating or whatever. And it just, it did not work as well. And I was like, okay, so maybe I need to not do the entire month in advance. Maybe I just need to, like, cut it back and do once a week. Right. But, you know, I'm fairly stubborn. And I was like, this worked before. It should work again. Right. Damn yeah. it. So, I don't know. I struggled a lot with that. Did you? Yeah. Um, Anything else specific? What else were you trying to put in place that didn't work? Well, the other thing that we talked about putting in place was, you know, these whole days of the week. Like, yeah. This day of the week is for this and this is for this and whatever. And um, I had a version of that before mm -hmm. and it worked pretty well. And I don't know why it stopped. It just did. Mm -hmm. um, but it did. I, I couldn't make it happen this time like literally every single week one of the days had to be switched right for something outside of my control right. and I think that was one of my big troubles you know like there was um a presenter at school that was talking about like giving a parent presentation about digital media raising kids in a digital media world or whatever something I really wanted to go to but of course it fell on my work day so of course I had to switch those two days but then like the following week, something else happened and I had to switch another two days. And then I had to switch like there was not one consistent week right, where right. it stayed consistent. And I know how we had talked about how like you have to be so rigid, but I'm like, I can't, this is speaker. Like I can't change that. Like right. I have to be flexible. Right. Um, well, I'll tell you how I dealt with that because I was also frustrated by that in mm -hmm. the beginning. I thought, oh, it's, I'm looking at the month and like, I'm always going to have to flip flop and yeah. my mind couldn't really wrap around it. 
But what I decided to do was to just hang on to some of it. Like instead of um, labeling all of the days in the week, I was like, okay, Monday as errand day really works. Like mm-hmm. um, errand slash shopping. So like anything out of the house. It doesn't mean that I didn't also go to the grocery store later in the week to get fresh produce and stuff like that. But that was the day. And so I never went to Target or Costco or any of the places um, mm-hmm. on another day other than Monday. And that really, and I was like, okay, that's the, that's the one that's important to me. That's the one that I'm going to keep. And so that I'm not racing around all week long. Mm-hmm. And I told my family about it. If you need a target run or something, it's going to happen on a Monday. So if you tell me on a Tuesday, it will happen next right. Monday. Um, but I did, I realized that it wasn't, it just wasn't going to work for me to have all of the days labeled. Cause I was like, you know, looking at my month and going, okay, well, the health and wellness day doesn't ever work because of the way things work out. My doctor's appointments are on all these different days Mm -hmm. and the kids' doctor's appointments. And, um, but it really helped just having that one day Mm -hmm. locked down. So I had the same experience too. I I was an epic fail in the days being specific. Mm -hmm. I think what's happened for me is I have figured out that Bert's usually either not home or not up and present till about midday Monday. And that Monday errand day was a home run for me. I did it every week and it really relieved a lot of stress for me mm-hmm. for that week. And uh, unlike saying, if you don't hit me on Monday, we don't go to the next Monday, I would go, then it has to come from Amazon. You have to hit right. it. If you need yeah. it, then it's going to be two days and it's going to be Amazon, but I'll go get it on Monday. Um, and I did that with everything is Amazon, Instacart, Costco. If there was something I needed right a- quote right away, I just had to order it online. That was my parameter. I'll go get it Monday. And if it doesn't get got Monday, it's ordered. And then that way it's not on my list and nagging at me. But that was the only day I was able to keep consistent because I figured out or during the month of October, I basically worked for Bert sun up to sundown Tuesday and Wednesday every single week, like to the point where I had to move my therapy. I was like, I'm consistently canceling or rescheduling my therapy now for months. And it never occurred to me until we did this organization that I am working for Bert from like 8 a.m. or so until I start cooking dinner. And sometimes later, sometimes Halston comes over on Tuesday at eight o'clock and we're still doing reads like those two days are just out for me. They're like not an option to do anything unless it's something really urgent or, you know, so that was really good for me to figure out so that I know for sure that schedule that we set up won't work for me. I need those two days need to be Burt Inc. days entirely mm-hmm. until things start slowing down. But Monday, Aaron day worked awesome. Then I start pushed, I pushed everything to Thursday, Friday, which makes it really hectic, but I can get it done. Because I was trying to get things done on Tuesday. I had assigned for Tuesday. Yeah. And then I get really stressed out because I had no time to do that on Tuesday. I mean, like no time. Like I wouldn't, wasn't eating. <laughs> I was, we were going like meeting, 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 meeting all the time. So that's that so funny that one. you say that because it was week two where I was like, this is stressing me out beyond yeah. belief. Like I had this whole, you know, my errand, I was supposed to go to Michael's and there's in theory. There's a Michael's between my house and school. It is so not on any route that I would ever try. Like, it's so out of the way. And I was trying to figure out, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And I was stressing about it. And then it occurred to me, like, I am going 
I have to bring the dog to the groomer on Wednesday. There's a freaking Michaels across the street from the dog groomer. Right. I'm like, oh, but it's on the wrong day. And I literally thought about not going. And I was like, right. this is fucking stupid. Like, are you kidding me? Like, right. I'm stressing myself out. When right. the reality is, like, I don't care if it's the errand day or appointment day. Like, they're literally next door. My right. life is significantly easier if I do things in a geographical because right, then right. I was like, oh, I also have to go to the church for Girl Scouts and yeah. that is nearby yeah. and that's on a different day. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like shoving three days, but they're all within this mile and a half radius and right. I got nine things accomplished in the three hours the dog was at the groomers that were on four different days. I right, was like, right. I don't, like I have to function that way. Yeah. Like it only makes sense. Like I was far yeah. more successful in that one day than trying to spread it out. But I literally was stressed about it and I thought about it and I tried to figure out how to put this errand on the right day. And I was like, this is, I can't, I can't do this. Right. I have to. Right. It didn't work. Abandon ship. I think <laughs> right. that actually so. like a lot of what worked this month for me was sort of like, it's just like a reframing of yeah. you. Like I felt the same way where I was like, oh, I'm destined to fail in all areas. <laughs> but then like flipping it around, it was like, it was a month of like really getting to know how I spend my time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, really like I even like down to like, how long does it really take me to get to school? Cause we're always like, oh, it takes like 15, 20 minutes to get to Vivian's school. Well, actually, I started doing the math and realizing how much time I was actually in the car because, you know, not thinking about the carpool line and right. how it takes a little mm -hmm. time to get through there. And it takes a little time, you know, it takes a different amount of time in the afternoon than it takes in the morning and blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I started like crunching numbers about how many hours is she actually in school versus like, when do I land at home after dropping her off? When do I have to leave in the afternoon? how, what is it on short days? And like sort of really getting to know like what I, what time do I have to work with? Right. Um, and right. then I, cause it's not eight to three. No, no absolutely. Because exactly. it is, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nine to two maybe. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. That's, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Into two twenty. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so then when I, when I looked at that, I was like, Oh, I'm actually accomplishing a lot in mm -hmm. those few hours because I was like the time had expanded in my mind thinking about the entire time that my husband's gone to work or something yeah. thinking wow I you know I've, I can't get anything done I can't get anything done yeah right and when really it's like oh no but I'm doing all this stuff at home before we even get to school and then the time that it takes and so in the end I felt like it was actually a really successful month because I got a better grasp of things I didn't get more done like well, the mm -hmm. stuff with the career stuff oh yeah. I got none of that it, it completely fell to the wayside yeah. but but it was also I mean we have to all admit it was a crazy month yeah I mean there were fire days kids like our kids were home from school for fire days mm -hmm. um there was not one week in October that my kids went to school for five days exactly yeah yes. well, and exactly. I was like, yeah yeah that's that throws that's things crazy off. It, yeah. and then really this week was short day you guys have I'm sure you have it in a, a like a different week but like short days for conferences mm -hmm. every single day yeah so okay. it was like oh there's only like a four hour in, you know a four hour block and it was like you know what I got a lot accomplished for right? only four hours <laughs> true um yeah well you know I think what helped me is that realizing the bird ink how much I work for bird ink and um that errand day 
were really important. So I think what I'm going to do as far as my schedule is moving forward, this may help you with what you're talking about too, Kathy, is what I used to do before we started this was I sat down on Sunday and looked at my week and really sat down, had a cup of coffee and I looked at it and, and really was very conscious of what was going on in that week. So that, like you said, I'm stressing out because I can't get to Michael's because it's not on the right day. But if you were to sit down and look at your calendar and go, oh, well, I'm going to the groomer here. I go to Michael's. I go to and, and put. I was putting it on my calendar. I, that's actually know? what I did before. I was looking like for one day ahead. Uh huh. So looking for a week ahead yeah. actually helped me a lot. Me too. Yeah. Um, I struggle with Sunday. I want to do it on Sunday. <clears throat> my family is not super conducive to that. I feel like I don't know. I feel but like don't my... you get up at the crack of dawn and they sleep? Yeah. Do it when you wake up in the morning. That's what I, I do. Generally bake. <laughs> you bake? Yes. Well, for 15 minutes before I guess, you bake. I guess that's true. I could do it in the morning. Um, I feel um, there's a lot of neediness on Sundays yeah. from my family. Yeah. Maybe just my husband. Um, there's not a whole lot of downtime. So I really struggle with like, I need 20 minutes of uninterrupted time. And I feel like I don't get that on Sunday for some reason. Well, and why not? Maybe that's it, what you need to change. Maybe that is what I need to change yeah. is just be like, listen, I need my 20 minutes. I need a cup of coffee. Uh, but that has been that has been the hardest part is I feel like I don't get that until um, Monday. Uh, and then and the day already started. Yeah. And well, I've, I was so, doing that too on Monday morning and I thought it's right. too late. It, it is too, too late. late. Yeah. I need this on Sunday morning. And that's what I do. I get up and make myself, I make myself a cappuccino because I usually drink coffee in the week and I make myself a nice cappuccino. And when the weather was nice, I would sit outside in the backyard with my yeah. computer and I would look at my week and figure and conceptualize my week and understand where am I busy and where am I not busy. I didn't have the meal planning in place at that time, which was causing me a lot of stress. But I think going forward, that's what I'm going to do. Because they're like, we're coming up on Bert's week slowing down just a little bit in certain ways or or our busy in December is going to shift to more like a nine to five, five days a week busy, as opposed to those concentrated days. So I think the rigidity of the day being assigned, that ship may have sailed also except the errand day. That mm -hmm. errand day was a killer. Yeah. That was, was such good. a home run for me. Me too. Um, and the meal planning. Mm -hmm. um, but that Sunday, sit down and really look at your week um, helped me a lot. And, you know, I think I've said this before, but Isla has always felt very overwhelmed by her after school stuff. And one day I said, how can I help you feel not so overwhelmed? She said, I think it would help me if I could see my calendar and see how much open time I have. So on Sunday morning, I print out her calendar and I've started printing out our whole family's calendar and then my calendar. So for some reason, I see it differently on a piece of paper than I see it on a computer screen. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like my brain doesn't process it the, the yeah, same way. Too. It's more permanent when I see it on a piece of paper. I actually write it out each time. You yeah, do? So yeah, do I. because it helps me. I don't know, the actual aspect of writing it out somehow helps it stick in my brain a little bit more. I think it probably does me too, but I think I just have too many. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at my schedule and I go, there are 15 things on Tuesday, <laughs> literally. So, but that helps me to just see mine mm -hmm. and then to just to see our whole family. And then I give one to Isla. George doesn't care about it. She doesn't want one. So, um, I don't know. Maybe that would be something you should do for yourself anyway. But a devil's advocate thing, if you really find that Sundays are just a runaway train and too hard, 
maybe Monday morning after dropping the kids, you could block off some time of just like Kathy downtime slash. Um, well, the reality know. is I do get up super early, mm-hmm. so I could do it first thing Monday morning. Like before I do oh, anything there you else, go. you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I end up feeling guilty if on Sundays, I don't know. Like, but yeah. you're, does your, you get up, you are a lark. You are a morning yes, lark. A hundred percent. Very early. So, but your family doesn't get up that early, do they? No, no, no. My kids definitely do not. But Stephen doesn't get up that early either, does he? He tries not to. No. So <laughs> no. Yeah, that would lead me to believe you have a little so, bit of time. I could. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you don't want to Sunday, on Sunday. No, it, you know what? Stephen does not like to get up, but he does not like me to get up. That's ah. the reality. That is our time. The kids aren't up and he wants me to be there. And it doesn't matter that he's sleeping and I'm awake. He wants me to physically be near him. It right. is the bunny and the bear thing. Like yeah. he needs me physically close to him. Yeah. So, and if I ju- and if I get up, <clears throat> I feel very guilty. I don't want to say he makes me feel guilty, but no. he's definitely not happy. So, well, he's expressed just, a need, and you yes. want to fulfill his need, and, and he's never about home. That. Yeah. Totally. So I try. It kills me, but I like stay in bed until like. What do you do? I read or oh, I'm okay. on my phone or something. Something that like he doesn't really. Like he literally sleeps while yeah. I'm there, but you could he needs to, he needs to physically be touching me yeah. or nearby. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to complain. Sweet. It's not a terrible problem to have. Your husband wants no. to be with you, which is great, but. But it locks you into that one space. It does lock me There's no in. getting a cup of coffee and hanging out at the kitchen table and figuring shit mm-hmm. out. So, and no. you don't want to take your computer into bed and figure shit no, out. No, because that annoys him because he knows I'm not paying attention. If I'm reading a book, it doesn't really annoy him as much because he doesn't really know but about it. But isn't he asleep? Yes. Okay, Stephen, I may need to talk to Stephen for a minute. If he's sleeping, you should do whatever you want lying next to him. I know. You could juggle. But. He wouldn't know. He'd be asleep in theory, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, in theory. But. What a funny guy. Anyway. Yes. You're on your computer? That is one of our weird dynamic. Yes, it's very strange. What are you doing on your computer? Anyway. <laughs> but the reality is I am right. up at five on Monday morning. So okay. there's no reason. And I don't have to wake Lily until 630. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I do other stuff in the morning. Well, of but course. I could easily fit that in, I right. think. Give it a shot. That may not be such a bad idea. Because it, it really helps when I do an entire week uh-huh. instead of just the day. Right. I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel when I was doing just, okay, right. what do I have to do tomorrow? What do I have to do tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. And things were definitely falling through the cracks. So the the wider view definitely yeah. helps. Yeah. Can't be wider than a week though. Right. At least yeah. not for me. I think that would be a disaster. But. Right. I think the week's good for me. Now, mm-hmm. now meal planning. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I loved it. I loved it. How closely did you stick to your month? uh, Very. However, I did have only one day where I had to switch days, but I switched them and I had the ingredients. Right. What helped me was um, when I set up my month, I I got a cup of coffee and I hunkered down Mm -hmm. and I thought, okay, I'm going to put all of this on my calendar. I'm going to I'm going to figure out every meal for every week and put it on my calendar. And then I'm going to either print the recipe or 
or have the like ingredient list already right here on the side. So when it came to the time for me to make my grocery list for the week, I had my recipe and I could just boom, boom, boom. I need uh, chuck roast. I need onion. I need carrots and just put it on my grocery list. I use Amazon Alexa for my groceries. Sorry for my grocery list. Yeah, and, and I just tell her what I need, which makes it really easy. And then it's on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I, I also did something that I didn't really know was helpful until I was using it. Um, on my Wednesday softball crockpot nights, I would write on the calendar the time I needed the ingredients in the crockpot. Mm, that's mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. So that's really smart. That smart. like 11 a.m., yeah. the pot roast had to go in at 11 a.m. But the week before, I did like a chicken curry that needed to go in at 2.30. So that way I didn't go, well, I know it's crockpot day, but well, what time do I start that crockpot? And I needed to make sure... Because on Wednesdays, at the time, I had therapy at 1, so I couldn't have a meal that started at 1. Because I, I, between 1 and 2, I wouldn't be there. But that was really helpful, too. So I made a new color on our calendar because every everything is color-coded. You know, I'm blue, Bert's red, Isla's orange, George's yellow, and our family is green. So on in the green, I wrote the meal of the night. This is a blue apron. This is Taco Tuesday, and this week we're having Aunt Carol's enchiladas and a salad. I mean, I did sides and everything. Wow. This was a full menu. And then I did the full menu at the time of day we were going to eat dinner on each day, except for the crockpot day when I put it in when I had to cook it. So then everybody knew what we were eating. Everybody has access digitally to that calendar. I ate leftovers on the weekends, or we ate out. Those was my kind of free days when I don't really cook. Um, you want lunch? fridge full of leftovers go for it you make a sandwich it's up to you that was amazing and i haven't i did it all the way through this weekend so i had a full week so this weekend i'm going to sit down and do it for november mm-hmm. i could not believe how much stress it relieved for me because i got it all handled on monday now there are a couple of items i needed to buy later in the week but it was so easy to just run by pick up the scallions and parsley or whatever I needed and just go home. I was in and out of the grocery store in you know, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. It really took a load off to go like, cause in the beginning of the month I was like, Oh, wait a minute. It's Thursday and we're all out of broccoli. Yeah. And great. This is my errand day. And I was oh, and sort yeah. of trudging to the store. And then I was like, Oh, it's really easy when you're just getting a couple of things. Yeah, it's really right. easy to be in and out. Right. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I see my dog is out. And I don't know where my other dog is. Um. <laughs> Um, I was really surprised that the meal planning did not work for me. It always has in the past. Um, and I think in general, it will work. I think this was a very off month. Um, Special guest. <laughs> hey, Mona. Uh, so I definitely want to continue the meal thing. You do? I do. A hundred percent. It worked so brilliantly before. I yeah. really feel like this was an off month. And, you know, it worked in... It worked. It was better than before where I was trying to figure out what to make every day. Right. Um, you know, uh, like I said, it was an off month, but yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's super valuable. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. I'm somewhere in between the two of you. It wasn't magic and it wasn't a disaster, mm-hmm. but it, it helped more than it. I mean, the problem was for me uh, that by the end of the month or like halfway through the month, it was like, oh, how, why would I plug this in again after two weeks? We're bored already. 
of oh. this. So it was like I in my oh. mind before I was imagining my family being the boredom police. Oh. And then it was me. It was like, oh, we're not we can't. Do so this you again. repeated recipes within the month? Yeah. Did, oh, oh, I didn't do that. I, I did didn't all either. unique recipes. Oh. I did that whole recipe dump beforehand and then just chose from that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um is she bothering you, Kathy? No, not mm-hmm. at all. I'm trying to figure out if she's going to fall. If or you not. if you move that pillow, just toss it on the floor. She'll sit down. She's uh, we're having dog dominance issues in my house, and I want to make sure she's okay because Priscilla's as confused as to who's the boss, <laughs> and I don't want anything to happen while I'm in here. So Mona's going to sit in here. She'll be our fourth guest. Um, so you you repeated meals. Throughout your month, and that made yeah. you feel bored. Yeah, I, I repeated mm-hmm. a couple. Of me- I mean, yeah. Well, I did do this. This is one thing that I think helped, and I plan. I plan this in. Tuesday's a throwaway meal for me. If Bert wanted to cook something else, go for it because Bert loves to cook, and he loves to be in ultimate control of what's being cooked. He wants to buy it. He wants to cook it. Fine. You know, throw me in the briar patch. <laughs> Make me do that. So, but that was usually on, I set that for Tuesday because then he could do that. And I, who cares if I don't make taco? I throw the hamburger meat in the freezer. It's not a big deal. So I did have that day as kind of like, I am prepared, but I'm also willing to just throw it out. Um, and the crockpot meals, I thought Bert would be like, oh, no, seriously? He loved them. He was like, I'm so glad it's just handled that we just open the lid and eat. So that was really great. I loved that. Um, any other comments about meal planning, ladies? So funny. I didn't do one crockpot thing at all. Oh, oh. it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, the, the putting crock-pot. it on the calendar when it needs to go in the yeah. crockpot was the key. Because I'd planned crockpot meals before, and then at three o'clock, and then I'd you go, would forget. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, I was supposed to put that in the crockpot. Now I got to figure out now something else to cook. Right. So yeah. that was the key. That's really smart because yeah, I have smart. on my list, like you know, uh, put food in crockpot, and I'll put it like on the list somewhere in the middle of the day. But sometimes your day gets away from you, and you haven't accomplished steps one through five. <laughs> yeah. That reach uh-huh. that point, and then all of a sudden it's the afternoon, and I'm like. Ah! that was supposed to be a, that's that's what I got to do and like I think for me set a reminder I was to say, go put off a timer at the, on. Yeah. yeah yeah to say um, here you go right in here yeah, yeah that was key I'd probably put that into my phone and yeah yeah that's smart I again I'm gonna just continue to have that one hunker down day and do the whole month and put it all on my calendar and then yeah because then it was so I have one folder that had any recipes that I had to print out. Like I wanted to try this crock pot, um, Mm -hmm. pot roast recipe. And I just printed it out and put it in this one folder. So I knew where that was. I didn't have to go looking for it. Um, It was not in my recipe book that I had to flip through. It was in this, like, this is what's going on this week. Mm -hmm. Here it is. And so I could just go. I put the whole, all, all four crock pot recipes in that folder. I don't know. It worked really well. That one worked really well for me. Any other comments? You were looking at your notes. I don't have any more about Food. meal planning. The only thing that I wanted to say is that I got some messages on Instagram about saying, why aren't you using an Instant Pot? Uh, a lot of people brought up the Instant Pot. 
I am. I'm frustrated with the Instapot. Are you guys either of you familiar with the Instapot? I don't have one. I don't have I do. one. I feel like it's one of those gadgets that's great for a minute and a half, and then it just takes up space. That has so been I, my experience. Yeah. yeah. So it's been life changing for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some I don't people get just it. Were, yeah, I don't get it either. And I kind of feel like, well, I already have a crockpot, and it's kind of what okay. I think. I was like, is it really that different than a crockpot? But so but what they were one, saying so. is that it's like it does what the crockpot does, but like in an hour. So if you forget, if you don't plug in the time that you're supposed to throw the crock pot on then it, and it's like five o'clock and you don't have dinner or six o'clock then you throw it all in and it's it pops i think that's accurate in an hour but okay. here's what confuses me about the instapot there are probably 15 settings on that motherfucker and i go uh, am i am i steaming or am i slow cooking or am oh. i pressure cooking Oy. Or oh. am I browning? I don't know what I'm doing. And like, <laughs> I don't know what which one to push. And I don't know what to put in here with what, because supposedly you're supposed to be able to put like rice, vegetables, protein, push a button, it cooks. But I have not figured out that formula. And I was like, the t- I don't have time to figure out how to use this gadget. Yeah, you know what? Right. That would be, you know, like the old um, Avon parties yeah. or yeah. whatever. Like if somebody was doing an instant instapot um, party and they'd sell you that but they'd also walk you through the entire thing uh-huh. i would go to that party and i would buy it but yeah. Yeah, i'm i'm with you when i look at when i looked at them in target i was like uh, i don't know what buttons do you push what do you like how would uh, right do well, i need a- to learn all new like meals i, I don't know no either there's a right. lot of steps like the recipes that i pulled out that were like you know this ain't so insta <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you turn the thing on saute and you put the meat in there and you brown it and you brown it and you brown it and you take the meat out and then you put the vegetable in and you saute it and you saute it and you take that out and then you put that. And I was like, there's 18 steps to instant. This is not instant. This is the opposite of instant. This is I'm confused. And it's and just now like I'm cooking upset. on your stove. It's like exactly like cooking on your stove. And I thought, I'm so short. When the Instapot is on my counter, I need a stool to reach in the thing to be able to saute something. So I'm just going to saute it on my stove. And now I've created 14 dirty plates to put everything in an Instapot to push go for one hour. I just, that's that was my <laughs> walk away. Now, so to speak to what you're saying about Avon, I did buy this rice cooker on QVC because of the demonstrations, because they showed me how to use it. Uh-huh. Here's how you make this. Here's how you make soup. Here's how you make rice. Here's how you make a dip. Wait a minute. Do you do soup in your rice cooker? Because oh, I... it's a one-person rice cooker. It's tiny. Oh, so okay. like my kids drink soup in the morning. So oh. you can make or you can make like a single serving mac and cheese from scratch. Okay. Okay. So I got it huh. for making lunch boxes predominantly. It's a tiny rice uh-huh. cooker. But I watched them make homemade mac and cheese, everything raw, dump it in, put turn it on, and it turns off when it's done. Mona's here. As long as I have Mona. Walk. No, she can walk. Okay, and then her little walk. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, dog walker. Um, so I bought that rice cooker because I saw how they used it. And it was super and she made like three different versions of rice. And I put rice in my girl's lunchbox all the time. And mm-hmm. I can make one it's actually a two person serving. So I make one batch and I have two lunch boxes done. And I bought that thing. I use that thing all the time because I saw how they were using it. They don't. Right. Like my, you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to sit down and read the manual no. and figure out how to do it on your own. No. Hmm. It was super easy. She was like, it's a one to one and a half ratio, whatever you cook. One pasta to one and a half water. 
one pasta to one and a half rice, one pasta to one and a half soup or whatever. And I was like, oh, I can remember that. I can do that. <laughs> now that's an Instapot. Boom, boom, boom. I turn it on and it literally turns off as soon as it's cooked. You don't even have to watch it. Yeah. I love my rice cooker, but mm. I just use it for rice. <laughs> you can make all kinds yeah. of stuff in a rice cooker. Mm. Uh, you make soup. Ask Sandy. Ask Sandy about a rice cooker. They lived yeah. in Puerto Rico with nothing but a rice cooker. She cooked everything they did in a rice cooker. Uh, you can do a lot with those things. But um, yeah, that Instapot, I may need an education. They don't sell them on QVC. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't had a demonstration or if they have I haven't caught that episode <laughs> uh, by the way to segue a little bit you know I shop at QVC I shop there quite a bit I don't buy much but I watch because of the demonstration stuff right so uh, Isla uses dry shampoo she's very oily skin and subsequently very oily hair and so, like, literally, she'll wash her hair, and by the end, by afternoon the next day, it'll be oily. So the dry shampoo really helps her. It gives her, it, like, dries up that oil. But she uses this stuff that smells horrible. So I'm flipping on QVC, and I find this, like, four-pack of dry shampoo from Philosophy that has these great mm -hmm. scents. And I asked her, would you be interested in that? Because I hate the way your dry shampoo smells. And she went, oh, my God, I hate it, too. Yes, I'd totally be interested in that. So I ordered it. But it went to our business manager's office because that's my billing address. And I went to pick, I went to pick it up, and the lady in the office went, "Oh, QVC." And I went, yeah, I actually shop at QVC all the time because you'll pay the same price for something, but it will be more quantity. So, mm -hmm. like, if you buy a twenty-four ounce bottle of shampoo at Nordstrom, you get a thirty-six ounce bottle for the same price. So, why wouldn't you just do that? And she went, "I got to go back to the front." And just left. I was like, wow, I didn't know QVC was so offensive. <laughs> I think it's amazing. It's like a deal of the century <laughs> for the stuff that you actually, I mean, 90% of the stuff on there I go, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever see a human wearing that, but okay. But for like stuff like that in the rice cooker, it's pretty awesome. Anyway, <laughs> um, so did anybody try compartmentalizing their email or texting or anything like that? I did not. I was I was gung ho to set that up the on on September 30th. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got an email from my boss. So my job is um I call it seasonal. Yes. <laughs> Just because there are I I edit a book that is published twice a year and so um my busy time is October through December and then uh, there's a second one in the year but um I had been in this dry, so in, in September, I wasn't working yeah. at all. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have the, what you did, uh, um, with, you know, the little um, band saying, I only check my email at these times. Mm -hmm. And then my boss emailed me on September 30th. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Right. Because our relationship and the way that we work is very, I mean, she will email me multiple times in a day. And I get back to her right away. And it, there's a lot of like time sensitive stuff. And I realized that that's how I'm the most productive. Right. It's just to get it out. As soon as I get an email, send it out. Because if I don't reply to it immediately, even if I flagged it, even if whatever, it just, it just doesn't happen. And I was like, you know what? This is like my fantasy self right. <laughs> is only checking her email certain times a day. But my real life self and what I'm comfortable with is I'm, I'm just going to check my email when it comes in. You can't do that. So, right. Yeah. Well, I did it. And it was life-changing. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because I 
I slipped like the end of week two and went back to checking my email all day. And I was, I had to stop myself, but I really did that. I did. I tried to check my email right around 8 a.m., right around lunch and right before I started cooking dinner. And I would sit down and read everything and respond to everything. I mean, ev- that was nothing I left for later. And I could not believe how much free time I had. I felt like crickets were singing. And I kept going, <laughs> wait, I don't have anything right this minute I need to do? Really? So I, I did get things done. And it was good that I had functioned that way because the first week I wasn't as crazy busy with Burt Inc., and so I was able to kind of see how it would really affect me without that Burt Ink craziness. And then when the Burt Ink craziness happened, I was able to say to him, I'm in sober momtober. <laughs> and in this month, I am checking my email only three times a day. So you have got to let me unplug for half an hour. And I'm just going to check my email. And then I don't even look at my phone the rest of the day. But you've got to give me that half hour. And he was able to do it because he went, oh, okay, if she can take care of business, then she can help me take care of my business. It was awesome. Are you going to keep it going? A hundred percent. Absolutely. This morning, he said, I need to talk to you about what there's a lot of activity going on outside the podcast room today, but he needed me to focus on that. And I said, that's fine, but I have to prep for this podcast and check my email. You can either talk to me while I'm doing that, or you can let me do that. But I am doing that first. And then I can take care of you. Okay, sort of worked. This morning he was a little bit more anxious than usual because of this that's going on today. But, and this is going on today was booked like yesterday. So it's not like I, I purposely put this podcast in the middle of something where he needed me. But, but yeah, that's worked really well. And it's given me like a relief where I go, everybody sees my signature line. Maybe I should have an automatic reply that says, hey, an auto reply to every email. But I find those annoying. Yeah. yeah. So I thought to get in the habit and Bert, one of Bert's manager called me and said, did that really work? And I said, it actually really did work for me. And anything anybody needed, they did text me. Like if there was something with Bert's job that needed an answer right away, they did text me. They text me and say, I need this right now. Okay. Then I can go in and look at that email to look at the artwork or whatever it is they wanted me to see and deal with it. So then I went, okay, I need to drill down on that one urgent thing. And then I would leave the rest of them totally alone and then go back at my scheduled time and do exactly what I was supposed to do. That was amazing. I am totally keeping that. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Was, uh, nothing slipped through the cracks. So no, I nothing. started something that was... Um, to try to address that, that I realized that I had to, I had to keep on the emails, but the phone was sort of a problem because I, I do everything on my phone. I do totally. more. I mean, other than my job, I do everything. Like I send all my emails for my phone. I, I do everything from it. And, um, but consequently I'm always on my phone and I don't want to be that person who's always on my phone mm-hmm. and who's just like, you know, picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. So I've been using the um, thing in the um, in the settings on the iPhone. It has the screen time yeah. thing yeah. and just monitoring it. Right. Just like it, just the first week I was like just monitoring it. And I, I was horrified. Were <laughs> so, you? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but, you know, in fairness, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving and I'm driving for yeah. minimum two hours a day. And that's just, um, that's just driving to school. So yeah. that's not counting all the other places. Um, 
So, you know, it was like the podcast. It was like when I'm actually on the phone, the texts, um, email, um, Instagram. I'm I'm really into my Instagram and I'm trying to build my my sewing Instagram. Yeah. Um, it, it's like, you know, researching things for Girl Scouts, like, well, you know, the knots, the knot yeah, tying uh-huh. and watching the knot tying videos. And um, it's just it's a lot, a lot of things. The kids grades for both of their schools are mm-hmm. on there and monitoring of that. Um, so there's a lot that um, it, it helped me to also not be as judgy mm-hmm. um, about my phone use. Um because I was like, oh, well, a lot of this stuff isn't going to go away. Like, it's good. A lot of it was productive. But there was a lot of it that I was like, oh, do I really need to be on Instagram that much? Right, right, right. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so it really helped me decrease um, that time dramatically. That's like, good. Dramatically, dramatically. Because when we talked about, I know you were talking about doing Cyber Free Sunday. And I was like, you know, I that just doesn't help me as much. Because I know that if we go camping or like if I was, you know, just on a Sunday, it's easy for me to take a day off. But I think my problem is the all day of it yeah, all because yeah. it starts literally with my alarm and yeah, I'm picking my phone up to turn my alarm off. And when I pick that up, it's like hit the ground running and yeah. it's literally until I go to bed. So I set like a larger um, off time at night. I think it's like from nine o'clock till six o'clock. Mm-hmm. My phone just your downtime yeah mm-hmm. other than um calls i think um the phone just basically shuts down so. mine's the same yeah mine's 10 a.m 10 p.m to 6 a.m yeah. is is off but i'm not on my phone like that and when i was doing my email stuff i tried to do it on my computer mm. because i type so much faster than i text type uh-huh. that it would i would get really frustrated on my phone on my phone and a lot of the stuff I have to deal with with Bert is about artwork and it's hard to see it on my phone mm. like I want to see it on my computer so I'd get frustrated starting on my phone and go, oh, I gotta go find my computer so instead I just said this is not my phone this is my computer this is my office I'm treating my checking my emails like my job uh, even though there's all kinds of stuff in my emails that aren't job related and that helped me too, because then I, I, mm. I must feel the same way. I feel like I want to leave my phone in the kitchen at night and use Alexa for my alarm and just get away from it. Because I do the same thing. As soon as I turn the alarm off, I, before I started this month, I would check my email as soon as I woke up, and then I would check my email again at as soon as I got home at seven from dropping the kids off from school, and then I check my email again. And it just like you said, as soon as you wake up with turn off the alarm. I felt tethered to that stupid thing. The email thing helped me break it and helped me realize, uh, well, not realize, but I just shifted stuff to my computer and I found I was more efficient that way. I, I could just bang stuff out and get it done. Um, and a lot of stuff is it like attachments I have to send are on my computer. So then I have to go, well, I'm going to find my computer. <laughs> Why did I even start out on my phone? This stupid phone. I don't know. That was really helpful. Well, that's cool. That's cool that you realize that you can't function that way. You can't function. Yeah. You know, um, I also um, uh, set limits for some of my apps and stuff. Um, you can set limits for them. So I set. So you don't throw up grenadine at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm not like Instagram 24 seven. Um, so I set limits and then you can, you know, if there's like some reason that you then 
it's not like, I mean, it's my phone. I'm an adult, so yeah. I can use it as much as I want. So, but then if I want to go on, it'll be like, oh, you only have five minutes left of Instagram today. It'll remind me that. And I'm like, oh no, this isn't important. I was just picking it up because I'm standing in line waiting for something. I'm bored, I don't yeah. to check it. Yeah. Um, or if it's like, oh, your time, your time is up for the day. Do you, you know, it, it gives you like two options of like, well, time's up and you go, okay. Or Give me 15, 15 more, more minutes. minutes. Yeah. Or there, mm-hmm. there'll be like a one minute option, and a 15 minute option. And, and an all day. Yeah. Yeah. You can say, no, release me for the day. Yeah. And yeah, I love that too. Yeah. I have those limits for my kids too, for me and my kids. And if they run out of time, they have to ask me for more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they only have like an hour and a half a day on their phone and you, know, you can't watch a movie. Yeah. In an hour and a half. And I'm like, that's fine. Just ask me. You know, and if we're on a road trip last weekend, we were on a road trip. We're in the car for four and a half hours to get to Palm Springs, which usually takes two hours. I was like, yeah, you get four and a half hours if that's what you want. Look out the window a little bit, but watch a movie. Maybe two. This is we were in just dead stop and go traffic. And it's so boring. Um, Yeah, but that's the exception. It's the exception. But I could do it. It's easy. Let's click. You can have it for the whole day. Click. And it's done. That's pretty cool. Anything else before I start reading what people emailed? I don't think so. No? No. Oh, I know. Um, This is something that you brought up that you had heard on a podcast or something when there was... um, I wrote a list of the challenges that could potentially derail my productivity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I did that on September 30th. And that was really really helpful. That's smart. It was, it was so helpful. And it also, I I feel like it also gave me permission to fail when the kids were off school as there were, there were a lot of days, (laughs) there were a lot of days this month. And so instead of going like, Oh, what am I not accomplishing? It was like, listen, the kids are off school. If I get anything accomplished today, it's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and but anyway, I, I listened to this podcast the other day called The Happiness Lab, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. Oh, okay. it's um, based on. Oh, I'm going to get it, it wrong. I think the school is Yale. It's one of the big Ivy League schools. Um, this professor who um, did a course, a class on happiness mm. and it became the most popular. Oh, my God. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, I totally know what you're talking about. So it's the most popular course that they've ever offered at Yale or and, Yale. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Halston. And I think you can take it online now, too. Yes. Yeah. So she also has a podcast now, and it's really great because it's the science of right. happiness. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, go get a manicure. Yeah, right? <laughs> Whatever. It's no, I like, want to, I want to, but I want write that down, somebody. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll I've heard about you. this. Remember yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Remember for it's me. It's very good. <laughs> but the one, the episode that I listened to, the most recent episode, um, which I really recommend, um, it gave an example of... Um, the difference between like positive um, self-talk, no, you can do this. Yeah. And how like the power of positive thinking is actually it's it, the science doesn't back it up Mm -hmm. that actually the science backs up the negative, not negative self-talk saying you can't do this. Yeah. But um, visualizing all the things that could go wrong. Ah, so you could troubleshoot. Yes. Uh Um, They're talking about this in the book that we're reading too. Under pressure. There's something very similar oh, to great. that, actually. Ooh, so they gave yet. the example of Michael Phelps, who um, I guess during the Beijing Olympics, his um, his goggles fogged up or got 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 water. There was a leak, um, like r- literally just as the gun went off. 
and he was blind. So mm-hmm. he was, he did this, he was swimming blind and um, he was, you know, freaking out and thinking, oh my God, how am I going to finish this? I can't take my goggles. You know, there are like all these lists of things that you can't do in right. the Olympics or whatever. And um, so he had to do this whole race blind. And at the end of the race, he gets out of the water and he has a mini tantrum and, and his coach is like, calm down. You, you just won the gold and you broke the world record. Wow. And he did it blind. And what he said was the reason. And and so she was asking him, like, how did this happen? Michael Phelps, I guess, always would would um, visual like, you know, uh, athletes in general, like visualize their game or their mm-hmm. like whatever their sport is. And they're supposed to visualize it going well. And, you know, what what you do, what does it feel like, all the sensory elements. Well, I guess he got bored over the years of doing all these visualizations since he started when he was like in fifth grade or something. And um, so he started doing the negative visualizations too, like imagining what would happen if I lost my goggles? What would happen if my goggles cracked? And so in his mind, he visualized all that and was like, okay, well, it's 19 strokes to get to the end and it's 20 strokes to get back. So he's like, so I just counted it out. Wow. And it was a world record and an Olympic gold. But um, yeah, anyway, it just, it really gave, it really backed up the science of Mm -hmm. like figuring out all the ways that you can fail so that you can win. So you can troubleshoot. Yeah. That's cool. I'm going to check out that podcast. The Happiness Project? Uh, The Happiness Lab. Lab, lab. lab, The Happiness Lab. Happiness Project is the, uh, what's her name? It's Happier. Yeah, Happier with Gretchen Rubin. Oh, God. Which I also like, um, but. Uh, the happiness lab is it's good that's awesome yeah all right well let me read some stuff people emailed um i asked everybody if i could read them before i read them because i didn't want to read you know something without someone's permission but i didn't get to read everybody's there were a lot so these are the ones i pulled from virginia draper hi leanne i was just listening to your rock climbing podcast so this is not really about this one but sort of it is um And you and Kathy and Kirsten were talking about setting specific deep think goals for the month of October. I'm a kinesiology student at uh, Michigan Michigan State University. In many of my classes, we talk about the concept of setting SMART goals. SMART is in all caps. Um, The acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Slash Aggressive, Relevant, and Time Sensitive. Oftentimes, the biggest roadblock to to success is setting goals that are too vague. For example, I want to get in shape as opposed to I want to increase my cardio respiratory endurance by running a 5K in under an hour by November 1st. That's really specific. <laughs> That's more specific and hits the, the criteria for a SMART goal. There's a bunch of literature literature about SMART goals online and can be applied to other things, not just physical fitness. Hope this was helpful. Loving the podcast. That's awesome. Isn't that, is that cool. awesome? Yeah. I'm going to have to check out the SMART goals i thought that was really great yeah helpful for the kids too to exactly yeah but you know that's super specific it's also super achievable like you know exactly what you have to do to get there yeah as opposed to i need to get get in shape shape. yeah (laughs) like then you could do 57 different things that may or may not work yeah yes i think that's the problem with our career goals is that we're both pretty nebulous about what it is we want all three all (laughs) All three three. right what does the end game actually look like yeah that's what do problem. you what do you want and what's achievable yeah. like I want yeah. to have a title a name for my business by December 1st there that's that's achievable and very mm-hmm. specific and right decided and chosen and then after that you can go I would like to have a website with my name or whatever 
I don't know. Anyway, that was pretty good. Thank you. We know this lady, Marion Coster. Oh. <laughs> she emailed, hi, Marion. Nice seeing you around school. Um, she she said, has great stuff to say. She, what she does. Well, she sent a recipe oh. for chicken curry. She oh. said she's been making this for the past 30 years. And I, I not to bore people with reading the actual recipe, oh, but it takes her 30 minutes. And uh, it looks amazing. And I'm happy to post it online. I'll call it Marion's Chicken Curry. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. she says I'll make that. It. I, know, I will too, too, right? Put it on the November <laughs> meal plan. Exactly. exactly. So I'll just post it on, on um, let's see, on my uh, episodes tab on wifeoftheparty.com under the episodes. Awesome. I think I have a section under that says more from the episodes or something. It'll be in that section. Okay, organizing tips from Wyatt Dunn. I love hearing from men. That's so fun to hear from him. It's a, he says, I wanted to share my tips going into the week from a guy's perspective because I feel it's extremely important for men to keep their shit together. We can be loud, vocal, aggressive, demanding. And when you bring that into your home, it trickles off and disrupts the entire energy in your home. In your home. It's all about balance. Isn't that true? That mm-hmm. is great. Preaching the choir, Wyatt. Um, For me, I have a full-time job. I'm a father, husband, and just started my own company. And I have a love-hate relationship with the stress that comes with it. Everyone makes their own pile of shit. And here's how I don't let that stack up. Waking up early is the big one to start. I get up. Okay, this is where I go. I don't know if I can do this. I get up between three and five. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wyatt. (laughs) And go to the gym. The gym is the first thing. I treat the gym as my workshop of ideas and organization for the day. I also try to find 30 to 45 minutes a few times a week to stretch and just think. Those two things alone helps me manage not only my day and week, but my decision making and life choices. Your diet may be the biggest factor in how you manage stress. Discipline, order, repetition, but don't forget to take a break and have fun. And then he sent another email that said, oh, I'm an idiot. I forgot to mention the most important trick. I take a 20-minute nap every day. It's not even a deep sleep. It's more like being in a trance. We just need our minds to rest and our eyes throughout the day, and 20 minutes is perfect. So that was his two, wow. two cents. It's pretty good. Well, I don't yeah. know if I can get up between three and five, <laughs> but I like the idea of exercise being a workshop for ideas. Yeah, yeah. I like so that. And he's right. Men do come in very loud and aggressive, and they disrupt the schedule, and... And how do you manage that? I mean, you can't ask a man to not be a man. <laughs> yeah, don't be yourself. <laughs> Just come in here and stop being yourself. But how do you prepare for that and manage that? That's good. Mm-hmm. Good input. All right, Kristen. Oh, I'm going to destroy your last name. Right? Well, I'm not sure, but Kristen, thank you. Uh, she says, I'm ready to do Sober Momtober with you. I'm technically not a mom. I have a dog and a cat. But I think everyone could benefit from getting a little more organized. So I have my meal plan ready, my workout plan printed, and a notebook to make my daily to-do list. Uh, I'm getting better. I'm better at getting things done if I work off a list. For food ideas, I've been using Pinterest. Just a suggestion Mm -hmm. so your girls get involved. Find a recipe that they would want to try and try a new recipe maybe every other week. And uh, she... Uh, offered a link to an egg roll paleo recipe that I can post also. But she printed uh, a picture of her supplies. She has her her notebook and her calendar and her meal planning. So she was all ready to go. But 
I did do that with my kids over the summer where they were in charge of one meal a week and they got really into, you know, shopping, cooking and the whole thing. But it kind of fell apart when school started. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. really hard for my family to implement that with softball and piano and art lessons and everything else for that to really happen is very challenging. Yes. But I love Mm -hmm. that we're doing a cooking badge with the Girl Scouts right now because they actually do have a couple of assignments. Yeah. So they're, true. Yeah. it, it kind of gives some structure to that. It, it has that, um, that smart time, like yeah. that there is a timeline yeah. like, for yeah. when they have to it do it. It is time sensitive. So, yeah. 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 So that was good. Thank you for that. Here's a little bit longer one, but I thought this one was good. She has a lot of suggestions. Her name is Michelle. And she said, regarding food, you guys should trade. When you make a lasagna, make three. That's such a great idea. Don't cook theirs, but you can trade and get two extra meals made for you. Plus, you'll get to try new recipes without wondering if you did it correctly. That's a great idea. That is a good idea. That is a great idea. I make amazing lasagna. I'd be happy to make three. If I knew if I were getting one, you might as well. Like it's not that much harder. No, to make three. that's a great and idea. And give you one and give you one. Right. And Shell. freeze it. So good. Uh, Knocked yeah. it out yeah. of the park right yeah. off the bat. Right. I love that idea because I'm sure there are so many people like us who have a group of friends mm-hmm. who say, you know, yeah. I make lasagna. You make, you make a matzo ball soup, and you make whatever, and Gosh, we just it's, trade. It's so funny because people do this for yeah. Christmas. You know, they have their Christmas cookie group where you make yeah. a certain amount of cookies, and you go and you trade, and then everybody. And I always think like, this is a great. That's lovely, but who needs all those cookies? Like, <laughs> right? We're already inundated with cookies and treats, and in the holiday season. But that's like perfect for like, what if it was soup instead? Like, you right? Know? Right. Something oh. freezable. Like my yeah. lasagna freezes beautifully. I would make a lasagna and you could freeze it. You know, if we yeah. all three made three meals yeah, or maybe one week you make three meals, the next week I make three meals, the next mm-hmm. week you make three meals and then one wow. week each someone else has made a meal, that'd be awesome. I'd love that. Maybe wow. we should try that. I'm just saying. Good idea. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. Number two, growing up, if we complained about what was for dinner, we had to cook the next day. I was like, I kind of like that. That's awesome. Case closed. Um, You learn quickly that complaining does not make life easier. I love that. (laughs) Number three, similarly, I have friends who grew up uh, in a house where if you complained about dinner, you had the exact same thing the next day. I was like, Mm. I like that one too. I love this punitive behavior. That's that's kind of humorous. Um, And then she again says the same thing about giving the girls uh, a day or two to plan. Um, have them help planning the schedule of the month, uh, post the menu, which is what I already do on my calendar, and everybody has access to that. And then she moves on to um, her emails and texts. She said she set up a shortcut in her phone for the letters QQQ. And you can use this for any letter, but you can set up a shortcut that says whatever you want. You can do QQQ and it could say, I'm driving. Or QQQ and I'll get right back to you. Instead of having to type a whole thing, something that you find you're having to do over and over again, you can just make a shortcut for. My daughter made a shortcut when I type Georgia. It says Georgia, the favorite daughter. (laughs) So every time I say Georgia, it says Georgia, the favorite daughter will be late for softball practice today for her coaches, which is not the best shortcut. But <laughs> but it that I thought that was a good tip for anybody who didn't uh-huh. know about that, you know. Yeah, I didn't um, know you could do that. That's cool. Yeah, I you didn't can. Know either. I think it has to be I think it has to be three letters or you know, it could be QRQ or whatever your shortcut is. Mm-hmm. But um to make it something you don't use or something that's easy to hmm. touch with your thumb. Huh. Um good tip. Um 
There are two ways to handle responding to emails, which you could do either or both. Set up an auto-apply that you've received the message and will get back with, to them within 24 hours. Or you can set hours where you do your email, which is what I do. Likely two or three times a day. Those are the times you respond to email. Of course, if you read the email and it's a simple reply, reply. But if you stop responding immediately, people will stop expecting an immediate response. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. train people on how you do. to, yeah. Move messages out of your inbox. If the email is acted on and out of your hands, take it out of your inbox. You don't keep open bills in your mailbox. Why are you junking up your inbox with all old messages? It's a good point. I'm terrible Mm. at that. I don't ever get rid of messages. But Mm. are we talking like deleting or just moving them to another mailbox? I think moving them into a folder. Yeah, Yeah. because it just seems like there are so many that I end up having to reference again for dates and, you know. Yeah. I have so many folders. I have a lot of folders too. And it I, seems kind of ridiculous, but it's overwhelming. But you're right. It's that if you move them, they're out of your inbox, but I don't mm. know. Scheduling. Love the power hour. And I often have two in a row. Love it. Jordan Page is a blogger YouTuber based in Utah. She has several great videos on block scheduling and increasing productivity. So I thought I'd pass it okay. on. I Jordan meant to check Page. her out and I didn't. There's a philosophy that if you're looking for more time in your day, it's in the morning. This may not work with your schedule, but if you can, even 30 minutes in the morning can make a world of difference. And maybe have tea. That time is mine, and it makes a huge difference in my desire to get shit done. I'm nearly 45, and I have a bedtime. Plus, I get up early, so I have to get to bed on time. Protect the time you need for rest, even if you don't sleep. And remember, everything takes longer than you think it will. Everything. Yes. You're probably not going to finish the to-do list. Try to look at the list of things that need to be done and decide what portion of those things you'll accomplish today. And don't feel badly if it doesn't all get done. Sometimes you have to rewrite the to-do list just so you can cross off rewrite to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) Totally been there. Love this episode, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Those those are are great. That's cool, yeah. Can you forward that to us? I know, right? Yeah. That's That's a great list. Okay. Amber sent a recipe. I'm going to put it on my um, website. It's for Easy Bake Ravioli. Easy Bake Ravioli. I printed it out. And she says, um, she also likes to make crockpot chili with ground beef and beans. Have that one night. And then she turns the leftovers either into taco filling or a dump casserole where you dump it in a casserole Mm -hmm. dish and cover it with a cornbread mix and Mm -hmm. bake for half an hour. Friday night's pizza night for her also. And she a quick dinner for her is breakfast for dinner. Eggs, mm. bacon, sausage, mm. and she just has to whip up oh, some yeah. kind of pastry. You guys, I have a new breakfast what? thing. Have I told you about the chaffle? No. What's a chaffle? I did not come up with this. Um, I learned about this from the Happier Podcast with Gretchen Rubin. It is, um, uh, it's very low carb or it's it's one of these okay it doesn't matter it's healthy not that it's healthy ish yeah um it's basically just it's it's like a an omelet except for so it's egg cheese and a little bit you don't have to do this you can do just egg and cheese but um a little bit of almond flour helps it to plump up Mm -hmm. obviously doesn't work for nut allergies but you probably do it with regular flour and you put it in a waffle iron and so wow. it comes out like a waffle, How but crazy. it's this cheesy, eggy waffle. My kids love the chaffle and it's very healthy. It's a breeze to do. You don't, you know, it's you don't it's, have to watch it, probably. No, exactly. It's not like the omelet where you're like watching it and making sure to flip it in time. It's just sitting there in the waffle iron and brilliant. Yeah. Huh. I love the so chaffle. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Um, so that would be good for breakfast for dinner, too. Heck yeah. Yeah. 
I'm doing that. Awesome. The chaffle. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, Lillian Nolan wrote a very long email, so I'm only reading a portion of it. Now let's talk about meal planning. I've found I have a solid doable meal in place for the month. I can get everything else under control. I typically sit down and do my monthly plan on the last Friday of the month. So I start with the actual meal plan. I love to have a separate calendar just for meal planning. Putting it in my main schedule confuses me. It's just too much going on. So for her, that's what she does. So um, I agree. I like mine being separate. You like too, it separate? Actually, yeah. So I write my meals down. Then I make my grocery list for each week. Don't, I don't think about what I already have. I just make the list for every meal. After I make my grocery list, I, I go through and find the things I already have that I don't need to buy, like ketchup, rice, etc., and cross them off the list. For my budget, where we live, I use Walmart grocery pickup. I put my order in on Saturday night for what I need for the week and pick it up on Sunday morning. Along with my list for dinners, I also order what snacks and lunches I need to stock up on. There's nothing I hate more than having to go to the grocery store right before dinner and pick something up. Um, this helps me stick to my budget and saves me so much time. And who wants to drag a four and a two-year-old to the grocery store when they're getting hungry for dinner? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> there are some great ladies on Instagram I follow for quick dinner inspiration and organization. The first is Kate at Naptime Kitchen. She has great, healthy, quick dinner options and has a fabulous blog. The next is Kendra at The Lazy Genius. She has great organiza organizational tips and a fabulous podcast. Love and Light from North Carolina, Lillian. Thank you, Lillian. Awesome. That Walmart is a great idea. It's a yeah. great idea. This Walmart is so affordable for everything. I love Walmart. It's just far for me. I don't shop there yeah. because it's a 20-minute drive. At and least. in that 20 minutes, I could run four errands. <laughs> so I don't go to Walmart. <laughs> but if I could order and pick it up, maybe, that would be great. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, I feel like I should try that because Walmart is right next to school. I'm next to one every flipping day. Mm, maybe you should. Um, oh, yeah. But try I always it get back. super nervous about like having somebody else grab my produce. I have to tell you, I do you that know? with Instacart. Yeah. I, have, I have one time someone bought me avocados that I could have used as a doorstop. And I was like, <laughs> these are like two months from ripe. <laughs> Who picked these damn avocados? But that was the only time. Yeah. And everything else has been really really great because think about it are you going to reuse the service if they bring you a bunch of shit no true. right they that's want true. to bring you stuff that's been chosen they want to do a good job so you keep using their service that was my philosophy when i tried it the first time mm -hmm. i was like they're not going to bring me a half rotten apple because then i'm never going <laughs> to ask them to bring me another apple right and i haven't been that's disappointed just that yeah. one time I was like, seriously, with the avocados. And who knows? Maybe there were no ripe avocados. You know, sometimes there are days when yeah. you can't yeah. find one. So maybe that was what was happening. And a service like Instacart, you can, you know, they'll say this particular store is running low on that item. Here are two options to substitute for that item. Which would you like? So at least you know the inventory at that store and know right. that you can make a substitute. Now, I don't know how Walmart's worked. I've never worked. But I wonder yeah. if you can order other things from Walmart, like paper goods or aluminum foil or Well, she said she ordered snacks food. and stuff. She did so order snacks. I bet you could. But like household items. I'll like have cleaning to see. products. Kathy, please like try. I wonder. I'll try it. And yeah, let you know. Please try and report back. Okay. Recon we'll mission. <laughs> Recon mission. Podcast. Let's see what happens. Okay. Please. Okay. Hannah Roberts says, I wanted to highly recommend the Six Sisters menu plan. It's a weekly menu plan that is delivered to your email every Friday, including recipes, main dishes, sides, and desserts, and even better, 
the shopping list Mm -hmm. for each item. Their online portal allows you to remove recipes you know your family may not eat and allows you to add your own items to the shopping list. Sounds awesome. Um, Let's see. I'm not being paid to recommend this. I'm just a fellow mom that needed some help when I was working and found this system, which is literally a dollar a week, has helped me beyond belief. Everything is delicious and it's not crazy repetitive. Love Wife the Party. Please keep it up. You're spectacular. Thank you. You are spectacular. (laughs) Thank you, Hannah. But that's great. But that's cool. Somebody does it for you. Someone does it for you and it shows up in your inbox and you just and the shopping list shows up in your inbox. You must just push print or add it to your helpful. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. So I was going to check that out and just see what it was like for a dollar a week. Come on, I'd pay a dollar for new recipes. Uh huh. Yeah, and a shopping list. Yeah, that's a brilliant. Thank you. Okay, this one I thought was really interesting. This was more about organizing. It's from Elizabeth Ribera. Um, One thing that's been helping me to get more organized is is using Cass's cleaning schedule from Clutterbug as a framework for keeping household chores perpetually done so I have one less thing to think about. Um, I'm going to talk about that before I read the rest of her email. So I went to clutterbug.com and you can take a free test to find out what type of clutterbug you are. Like if you're a hoarder, mm. if you are, um, let's you're see, drowning in paper, there's like, if you're drowning in paper, <laughs> yes, she, there's like four different types. Um, and she names them bugs like crickets mm-hmm. or ladybugs or whatever. But I was a busy bee. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and a busy bee is someone who is has good organizational skills but is too busy to keep them implemented all the time. So oh, the papers yeah. start stacking up yep. and things start get not getting done because they're too busy. I think so, I might be a busy bee too. I was a busy bee. There was a hoarder, a busy bee, a cricket. The cricket I don't remember what the cricket was, but a cricket was definitely not a hoarder, but not me either. Mm-hmm. Um I don't remember. But what was cool about this is I guess this clutter bug has a lot of um, links on Pinterest with pictures of how people have organized based on their type of bug. So I would go into the busy bee Pinterest and see how busy bees have organized and functioned within the way that they are cluttered. Right. I thought that was really brilliant. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't explore um, clutter bugs super deeply, but I just kind of I took my little test and went, oh, I'm a busy bee. And then looked at it very briefly. I make notes for all these things. I know, right? I'm going to have to. But I'm going to go in and see about how I keep my my chores perpetually done through Busy Bee. That's really cool. So her email continues. I also try to make at least a few freezer crockpot meals a week that I can throw in when I leave for work and have ready by the time we get home. Uh, I love your box. Smart. I know, right? Just throw it in the freezer and go clunk, hi, and you're done. That's brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I love your block system and even working full time. I have, I think having afternoons organized into tasks is going to be crazy helpful. I can't wait to try it out. I hope it worked for you, uh, Elizabeth. Um, thank you for all your pointers, your awesome podcast. It's like having a cheery friend you can always count on to make you think and make you smile. How nice. That was really <laughs> nice. But that busy bee, I mean, that clutter bug, I can't wait to check that out. Yeah. To do a super deep curious. Dive. Yeah. Me too. I want to. Yeah dive into Clutterbug <laughs> as well. All right. Am I reading too many? Are you guys getting bored? No, they've been good. Yeah. I only have two more. Luke, another guy. I love when awesome. guys email. Hey, love the podcast. My wife and I have been doing a commune meal two times a week with our best friends. And it's so helpful. We do Mondays and they do Wednesdays. So naturally we use a crock pot on occasion. 
Instead of having to scrub and crud the crud from the bottom of the crock pot, we found it helpful to use disposable plastic liners. As the dishwasher of our relationship, this is a huge help and makes dishes like banh mi, where you end up pre-cooking with the pot before broiling in the oven, much easier. Look forward to all your great advice you give out about marriage. Um, much love, Luke. But I thought cool. the commune meal was is similar yeah. to what she was saying, yeah, making yeah. three. But that's cool that they have it like you do Mondays, right? I do Wednesdays, and they just trade. Yeah. I think that would work and for a lot no of family. One yeah. Day a week, you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it just shows up, especially yeah. for neighbors or sisters mm-hmm. or somebody that lived close by. I thought that was really great. Nice. Um, this is my last one, I think. Yeah. This is from Diana. She'd love your podcast. Thought you might like this super easy and quick fish recipe I use a lot. It's from Ina Garten. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's like a red snapper recipe that is cooked on like a sheet pan with parchment paper. Um, oh, no, I have one more after this. So I'll post that on, on, on my website too. I am not, I, the only way I ate fish growing up was fried. I don't know how to cook fish. And I don't really like fish. And I think it's because I wasn't really exposed to fish was part of it. So I I printed this out really for me because I'm always looking for a good fish recipe because fish are so healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know what to do with them. So for anybody that's like me. Oh, this is from, well, maybe this was her. Diana. Yes. She also makes um, this. Oh, wait, I didn't read the whole thing. Duh. <laughs> Oh, yes, I did. I had this link from her, too, though, that was for a creamy crockpot white chicken chili. And it's mm-hmm. a crockpot recipe, and my kids love white chili. Mm-hmm. I don't know if your kids love white chili, but it's really good. So I thought I would post that online, too. Thank you, Diana. Because uh, oh. white chili is one of those things you throw everything in there and turn it on, yeah. and you're done. So I have a lot of stuff to put on my website this week. There's Maybe. a lot of really good suggestions in there. A lot of them. That was a good podcast. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people... Or inspired, maybe. At least inspired to give their two cents, which is good. I like that. Yeah. New I feel like I want to do this again in a couple of months. I liked having the structure of it being a challenge. Like, oh, well, you know, it's just this month. It's just this month. We're going to just, <laughs> you know. And then, but I figured out so many things that worked. But now hearing so many other options, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I want to try this. Well, I feel like it needs to be tweaked a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Each of us for our own individual needs, right? Yeah. The emailing thing doesn't work for you. I don't know if it works for you or not, but it definitely worked for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look in this clutterbug thing and see how I can, because what I read on the being a busy bee was me to a T. I am very organized. I have a place for everything, but I get so busy that I just start stacking stuff up and then I'll have to stop and declutter before I can start working. And that makes me nuts. So um, I'm really going to, I'm interested to see what that, well, we can totally do this again. Do you want to do it for November or do you want to do it for like a a few months? (laughs) I'm just asking, just asking. Too soon. I know it's about to get really hectic. Right. November, December are going to be crazy I guess that's the question though. Can this stuff be continued over the next two months when it gets yeah, really I'm, crazy. I want you know to I mean? continue like, doing what I've been doing, but I'd like to tweak and yeah. add and sort of exactly. add a skill every couple of weeks. <laughs> so then do we need that to be structured or defined or do you want to just regroup like in February or March and say, we're just, this is a regroup. Yeah. 
like yeah. touch base. What have you implemented? What what's fallen to what the wayside? What have you added? Right. What have you read about? Yeah. What have you gotten yeah. rid of? Like after because I feel like you know a month is a challenge, but like can you really sustain it? And yeah. Is yeah. it yeah? I feel like that's a good a better idea. Yeah. Okay, so a few months down the road, nothing was sustainable for you. <laughs> nothing worked that's for not you. Not entirely Kathy. true. It's, I feel like it didn't work, but I know that it can and it should, and it has in the past. Okay, so. I'm not willing to give up. Okay. Um, Good. But yeah, I felt. Because <laughs> half of this shit came from you. Very. Dis- <laughs> I, yeah. I felt very disorganized this month, which yeah. is frustrating. I but. did too. I felt a little bit like I, I felt like a, I was being ragdolled all month. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was a crazy month. You had your yeah. dad here for a week. I had my mom here for a week. All of the fire mm-hmm. days. There were other days off of school that weren't fire days. There were a it, lot of Jewish holidays this month. There yeah, were a lot of Jewish holidays. Out. Which yeah, um, it, it was it was a chaotic month. And it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was. A, and I got a puppy. <laughs> no big deal. And I bought a house. <laughs> yeah, it's been it, this month was really. But the good news is if we could do any of it this month, yeah. you can yeah. do it forever. Exactly. Yeah. Kathy did none of it. So she can't do any <laughs> of that. <laughs> Just kidding. But, uh, okay. So I think we decided we're going to loosely continue on uh-huh. and then regroup maybe after the first of the year and see what stuck, what didn't stick, what else we've discovered. I think that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. Just keep Be notes. curious to know how other people did too. I know? would be too. Because they all said, like, I'm excited to try this. Yeah. Like, yes. I wonder how other Let people, if know. they were successful email or not. In. Well, yeah, you know? email me because <laughs> yeah. I would like to know how October went. Mm-hmm. So let me know how it went. And then let me know, uh, keep me posted, I guess. As we go on, I still want to hear stuff like this clutterbug.com or the smart way of thinking. I always want to hear stuff like that. Remember, my goal is to learn. So it's helpful when someone else gives me some great piece of information that I can research or try or um, share. So I want to hear all of it. You can email me at leanne at wifeotp.com or you can go to wifeotp.com and there's a contact tab there if you can't remember leanne at wifeotp.com. So all of this will be on my episodes tab. Uh, Scroll down past the links to the actual episodes and I'll have some some, uh, buttons or tabs there so you can find them easily i thought this was really cool I'm glad yeah. we did it yeah. are you glad we did it yeah good i'm yeah, glad me we too. did too thanks for doing it thank you yeah we're just can we just take a moment here <laughs> the three of us have done a lot right <laughs> yeah i don't know how this team developed it was mm-hmm. kind of accidental because i mean i love the two of you but i also love my other friends who aren't on this specific team like it's not mm-hmm. a discredit to Jeannie or sandy or lynn or anybody no, else it was accidental yeah. it, was it was because accidental. i think the first time when you put out an email to our larger book club um who wants to come in and do a book club podcast i think we were the only two who were available right or mm-hmm. wanted to read the, the first book <laughs> and the same for pole and, dancing i did a, a, i threw yeah. a broad net and you two were the only ones that were available for that first scheduling. I know we had to reschedule. And I was like, it's just too much for me, it, for my bandwidth to email eight people every time. I'm going to just stick to the two that I can sucker in the easy. <laughs> that I can strong arm in here easy. But um, so I don't want anybody to think that you're special. 
because you're not. Yeah, no, I'm joking. We're not. I, I, but it is really special. This is a really special journey. I've really appreciated the rock it's climbing and the pole dancing yeah. and the book clubbing and doing this stuff together. It's really cool. I've enjoyed doing it with the two of you. Um, very much. Yeah, me and too. I, it's fun to have accountability yeah. partners and people yes. to like just talk about it with. Yeah. Instead of just because a lot of the time a challenge isn't it, it's not fun, and then therefore you're more likely to ditch the challenge unless it's social. Like obviously right. we've learned that from Bert. Um, yeah. So October, <laughs> yeah, right. Very true, and it is good to be uh, on a journey with other people who want to learn. Because that's the key, really, right? Is to yeah. learn. Is to learn that this month was really hard to implement this. We right. learned that. I learned a lot this month. I learned a lot from rock climbing and to be open and willing to learn from each other. I think it's very yeah. special. I don't think it's um, common that people can get in a group setting and be open enough to learn from each other. They People get egos and get defensive and protective and take things personally. And that's very special. That speaks to who the, you two are as individuals. So not to mention me, toss toss. <laughs> toss, no, toss. But, no, but seriously, <laughs> it does speak to who you are as individuals. So thank you for doing all this with me. I know it takes time out of this schedule that we put, <laughs> you know, the two hours that looks like five, but it's really only two and we don't get paid. So it's just a journey of love, I guess, of love and yeah. learning. And yeah. I really appreciate that you're doing this with me because clearly it's my passion project, but I don't know. It, I don't think I would enjoy this passion project without you. So thank you very much. Oh, thanks. Well, thanks. Thanks for having us. That's very cool. Yeah. Anyway, on that schmoopy note, <laughs> thanks everybody who participated. Please do email me. I'm anxious to hear what everybody has to say. And thanks for tuning in every week. And I have to say something, one more thing, right? Um, you know, I talk a lot about a, uh, I talk about a lot of personal things on this email. I mean, email. God, I'm starting out wrong. Let me start over. I talk a lot about. I talk a lot. Wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this. Never mind. I'm going to keep it to myself. Thank you, everybody who reaches out and tells me what this podcast means to them. It means a lot to me to hear that because I doubt myself sometimes in opening my personal life. I don't mean to be gossipy or or flashy or. Um, negative to another person I may be talking about that affected me negatively. That's not my intention. My intention is for us to have a group where people are comfortable to feel what they feel and maybe can realize um, they're not alone. So even in a light, fun journey like this, or even when I'm talking about my mom, I really appreciate all the emails I've gotten about how much talking about my mom has meant to people because that means a lot to me. And, um, and I appreciate it. So thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. I don't even know what next week's going to be, but something fun. Something I'm sure. fun. I hope. All right. Bye.